Welcome to the Voice of the Forest podcast, and on this episode, we're talking about another episode of The Bad Batch. My name is Dan, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Ed. Yo. And Noma. Hello there. How we doing, boys? It is a Sunday morning, and it's beautiful outside. I mean, that's a relative term. I, I think it's starting to hit uncomfortable Canadian heat levels. But <laughs> I mean, around 11, it's supposed to hit, what, 30? So. Fantastic. Oh, Let's go. I mean, it's no, a little, that's a little too much. That's a too, that's I'll too be much. sleeping. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> so th- for our American viewers, 30 is, I think, 92. Yeah, it's up there. Yeah, 92 Fahrenheit, I think. It's uncomfortable. It's, and you can get sleeping real quick. And heat yeah. stroke. I'm pretty sure you double the number and add 32. Oh, yeah. Sure that's how you do it. Yeah. Well, Ed, do you want to let the listeners know what we're talking about? About the Bad Batch. What episode? Yes, this is episode four, Cornered. So we'll be letting you know what happened. We'll be we'll be discussing any predictions for what may happen. And if we found any Easter eggs in the show, we will let you know what we found. Thank you. Now let's get into the giveaway. This is running until May 30th, and we can enter on Twitter or Instagram. Just look for the corresponding post for that giveaway and follow the instructions on there for your chance to win a copy of Limited Run Games, Star Wars Republic Commando for the PS4 Collector's Edition. Comes with a lot of stuff. It's, all, it's a physical copy. And uh, yeah, read up on the rules, and you'll be entered to win if you enter. Noma, let them know how they can yell at us in every single language known in Star Wars universe about not winning the podcast. Man, these last couple episodes, you have just been you have just been desperate for people to get angry at us. I mean, <laughs> how else are you gonna get people to talk to you? If there's anything I learned about people wanting to voice their opinions, it's usually when they're angry. I think Pretty you're bad opinions when you're angry. Yeah, I was going to say, I think you're following the, the wrong news sources. But <laughs> in any case, if you want to see some good news sources, uh, <laughs> wait for our next Hollow Knight headlines. But if you want to add, tell us uh, or ask us where the next Hollow Knight headlines is, you can contact us at our website, which is voiceoftheforce.com. We've also got an email, which is voiceoftheforce at gmail.com. Social media-wise, we're on Twitter and Instagram. Both of those are at VoiceForcePod. As always, retweeting and reposting our new episode tweets does really help with the growing listener base. Very much appreciated. Aside from that, you can always listen, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, and all major podcast platforms. Reviewing us with five stars and a comment helps with visibility, and you can subscribe for free for the latest episode as soon as it releases. Ed, what can they find on our website? What does our website do? It does things. Uh, it has things. What does it do? What does it have? On our website, we have t-shirts for sale. You can find them in basic and aura beige as well. They are the number one seller with one follower so far. You can also find previous episodes from other series such as Temple Archives, our discussion show, and Hollow Net Headlines. Thank you, Ed. Man, you lobotomize him into a servitor one time and he just <laughs> just comes back. It just comes back. All oh, right, guys. my head. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into the spoiler warning. This is the spoiler warning for The Bad Batch, Episode 4, Cornered. If you have not watched the episode already, Please go watch it now. Pause the episode that you're listening to for our podcast. Watch it. Come back because you'll be spoiled on everything that happens in the episode. And uh, maybe you can join in on the discussion afterwards and let us know what you thought. But let's get into the episode. Here we go. On this episode of The Bad Batch, we find our misfits, a band of misfits. Sure. Sure. Let's go with that. Short on supplies and they need to find a place to refuel and repair as well as get some more supplies so they find 
a planet named Pantora, which we have been... I think we've been to a few times in Clone Wars, and we've heard about it a few times with the Pantorans and things. So yeah, they land on Pantora, and there's this really funny, or really seedy, not funny, uh, Celestin, who basically takes a bribe from tech to not scan the ship's uh, code, or what do they call it? Like the, the identity of the ship, I guess? Transponder code, Transponder right? code, yeah, it's the one. And uh, then he sends, after they kind of get their stuff all situated, he sends a sig he sends a message up to Fennec Shand in her spaceship, who is a bounty hunter that we've seen in Star Wars The Mandalorian Season 2. And so we get to see her kind of opening up a bounty for Omega, and she makes her way to Pantora. As that happens, Wrecker and Tech are fixing the ship and trying to change the transponder code, as well as Hunter, Echo, and Omega heading out to the stores to sell some stuff and buy some supplies. As they do, Hunter sells Echo as a droid, in quotation marks, to uh, one of the vendors because he wanted to spend, or he wanted this military spec droid that they've disguised him as. And uh, so they come up with this pretty good like scheme, this, this scam, to sell Echo to him, and then Echo can just walk back on his own. And Omega, as Hunter is doing this, Omega finds some... I can't remember what the animals are called, but they're like little dog creatures from Resistance. And she kind of goes up to them and chases after them and wants to talk and like pet them and stuff like that. But as Hunter turns around, she's gone. And then we find that Omega is lost. And uh, with that, Fennec Shan kind of just walks up behind her and says, oh, are you lost? I can help you find your friends. So she does and helps Omega get some food by stealing some fruit from a, a merchant walking by or a, a citizen that bought some fruit. And as they do, Hunter is uh, tracking them and finds Omega with Fennec Shand, not knowing that she's a bounty hunter, but knowing that she's not a good person, and tells Omega to get away from her. And as this happens, there's a big brawl in the streets, and uh, Omega starts to run away. This whole scene happens where Omega's running away. They go. She eventually goes into the sewers. Fennec Shand and Hunter are fighting against each other, and then Wrecker kind of joins in in the sewers. And then we find... Omega on this really tall sky platform and she lands uh, she gets tossed off by Fennec Shand onto like a supply transport and trying to get out of there and take the bounty with her I guess and Hunter catches up and all in all Hunter saves her and then we go back to the other scene where we have Echo and Tech and a whole bunch of droids that Echo was with that uh, come back and repair the ship and after that, they get the hell out of there. And that's basically the episode. So what did we think about this episode, boys? I mean, first off, man, what a difference between this episode and last episode. Yeah, very much action-oriented on this episode. Mm -hmm. And a lot of yeah. opening up of the world. We were talking about that last episode. Well, plus it's nice to see Pantora. I mean, I'm, I've am i got a thing in my head where, because it just made so much sense to me. I it guess because of the skin color. I, I always expect it to be that ice world where we first see Pantorans in the Clone Wars. Yeah. <laughs> no, me too. And it was just like, we're going to Pantora. I was like, I think you're yeah. the wrong place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Like, I saw Winter the, Pantora. I saw, yeah. I saw the orange planet, and I was like, is that Pantora? I'm just, I'm used to there being towels with spears. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what? I don't fault you for that, because at the same time, as soon as they land, like, it takes forever to actually see one. Mm -hmm. And, like, for the longest time, we're always seeing, like, oh, are they on Pantora? That's a human. That's a human. That's another alien. There's a blue hand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's there's another one. There's another one. Oh, there's a back of one's head. I was mm -hmm. like, wait, isn't it 
in this Pantora, like you, you can get to show one, <laughs> and then they finally show like two in the crowd. It's like, yeah, there we go. I recognize this place now, but it's just, yeah, sorry. it's just sorry, no, no worries. It's just, it's, it's, I'm interested in learning more about the Pantorans because it's, it's weird because we see them in, you know, so we've got the ice world that they were on that they were trying to colonize, mm-hmm. and then we've got Pantora itself, which looks pretty normal. But then, is it somewhere under Pantora, or was it another... Pl- like, I, I, I want to go back and watch the Clone Wars episodes, because mm-hmm. I... Is it the same Pantora, or is it a different planet where Asajj Ventress and Boba Fett do their heist thing? Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Because that in that one, it looks like the Pantorans are um, almost like a persecuted class, right? Because you've got the Shadow Warriors running around in the are background. Those to... Yeah, yeah, they were blue-skinned, right? I don't think they were Pantoran. I think they were a different... I know who you're talking about, like the ninja guys. And all yeah, yeah, on, on right the tra- yeah, on the train heist. I was, I'm ninety. I was ninety percent sure those are Pantoran. I, I don't think they, they are. are. I know they were blue um, skin, but I don't think they're Pantoran. Here, anyway. I'll, I'll look it up sure. while uh, we hit the next topic. Uh, the um, next point that yeah, go ahead, Ed. I, I'm just surprised that um, because also Voss and Ventress go back to Pantora as well to find dude, right? That first time when he's trying to meet up with her. They're on Pantora, I think. In Dark Disciple, uh, you mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, also, yeah. I was, I'm not surprised that we did have the, you know, she's a kid and she gets lost in a big place and she, she was reinforcing in the beginning of the, of the episode. It was just like... You mean Omega? You know, yeah. yeah. She's like, I, you know, I spent my whole life on Camino. What do you mean? We're just hiding now. It's like, I want to explore. Exactly. She's like, all right, well, she does end up exploring and getting lost, so... And it shows how big, like, how much she still has to learn, right? She's not just a kid. Yeah. She's a sheltered kid who yeah. has no real life experience outside in the real world, right? So, like she didn't well, like not talking to strangers or anything like that because you know wandering we, off on her own. None of them would think that they'd have to tell her that, right? And then immediately, like the person who comes to help you is the person who's trying to collect a bounty on you. And you're like, oh, okay, let's go. Manic Shan played that friends. on real cool. She did. She was very like nice about it. There's no show about it. Even That's how you do a bounty with her- a kid, though, right? Is exactly that. you're not gonna try to scare them into nothing like her blaster showed and she's like oh you know it's protection everybody needs it no worry mm-hmm. so she's probably gonna ask for a blaster next episode yeah there there was one thing where i was like i don't know i was thinking in my head when that encounter happened i was, I was thinking eh, maybe it would have been smarter if fennec had pretended to be a good samaritan mm. and you know gotten closer to try and take out hunter but at the same time right this is young fennec shan this is what like 20 something years 26 ish years before we saw yeah you know, her in uh, Mandalorian. So also Dan was right. It's a completely different species. Yeah. In which one is episode. it? They're, the name annoys me just because it's yeah, so yeah. on the nose. But they're the Kage. Yeah, the Kage. Yeah, I remember they were called the Kage Warriors <laughs> from Quartzy. Yeah. Quartzy, so okay. the Shadow Warriors are the Shadow People. So <laughs> is that what their species is called? The Kage. Yeah, the whole species is called the Kage. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, think I, I would accept it if it was like you know uh, a, a, a different time back then. Or different sect of Pentorans or whatever that yeah, trained they... to be the Kage Warriors at that point. That would make a lot of sense to me instead. Mm. It's like, oh, no, they're just ninja people. Yep. Oh, yeah. They, they yeah, come back in... Also... Oh, what comic was it? God, I can't remember. It's one of the comics I've read recently. In... Is it Vader then? I feel like... Well, the Kage warriors go to the Jedi Temple, so it's like... Hmm. I think it's a comic? It's either a comic or an episode of something, and the Kage warriors go to the Jedi Temple and, and do some crazy stuff there. But anyway... Yeah. Um... I think it's I think it's all the darkness from that episode messed with me, because they, they've got like a... 
it's like a pale green blue skin so yeah. it's kind of close to a pantora welcome no, to- trust, trust me i saw what you saw as well yeah so. welcome to the voice of force podcast where we don't know what the fuck we're talking about <laughs> <laughs> so um well you can't remember that one episode yeah back then. we were talking but- last episode about how wrecker hit his head and he gets hit in the head again and knocked out for a good little bit where Fennec Shan and him are in the sewers and she just like kicks him in the head into like the metal siding and oh, falls on the ground. She just tossed him into it. No, she, I, I think she yeah. kicked him. She like, sure. she like, like, yeah, I, I wasn't sure if it was a kick or a throw, but I rem- like, I remember thinking as soon as Wrecker was like, uh, Charging. I'll, yeah. I'll deal with it. No, yeah. even yeah. before that, when he's like, Omega, leave. And like, he starts like, walking forward. Do? You don't have a gun. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was like, I don't, you know, Hunter could go toe to toe with with Fennec. I don't think Wrecker could. I think he's a bruiser. Fennec's gonna take. Yeah, I think Fennec's gonna take him down. And then I saw the the, the fight, and I went, "Wow, that was faster than even I thought." Was really? Oh no, I thought it was exactly that. Like I thought she was like, "Oh, I know how to take this guy out. You got to hit him in the head or hit him in the legs. One of the two, right?" I, yeah. I was like, I was expecting something like a Savage versus like a Sage fight, right? Where it's like, yeah, okay, they're 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 Over evenly matched. Target. Yeah, they're evenly matched-ish, but, you know, the agility gets the better of him. Mm. And he just immediately goes down, and I was like, oh, that was... To be fair, he, ha- he still probably has his concussion, right? So, like, I doubt. when he hits I mean, that when he hits that fucking, like, side of the wall in the sewer, man, that, that, like, that put him down, and his helmet, see, I think, fell off, didn't it? That was about to say, yeah, he was yeah. wearing his helmet at this point, so when he took the hit, it's, I'd say it cushioned whatever happened, because he got yeah. up, and he wasn't like, ah, ah. He was a little. He was a little groggy when he was answering the the calm. Hey, he's just knocked out. Even even Hunter was that way too. And he was like, True. "Okay, I can't like, stand up right now." Like, he's got their shit kicked in by one uh, bounty hunter. Ooh. Yeah, right. Like I, I don't know if it was supposed to be foreshadowing or not, but when he when he first gets up, he's like, "Oh, must find Omega." And it was the tone of voice. Uh, it just kind of reminded me of the like good soldiers follow orders from. Mm-hmm you know season seven and, yeah. and bad batch but. but i could see it like i could see that being part of the training where it's just like you know if you have to the objective a is everything yeah like theirs is already just rewired in their head to be like you know her protect mm. her that's it like we, yeah. we're good we can just hop out whenever we need to she can't do that so protect that chase her. scene though guys mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the streets with the speeders and stuff and like she shoots <laughs> she she jumps on a speeder she not she hits the guy's head against the steering wheel Throws him overboard, yeah. which threw me yeah, off. So I was like, dead. he's completely <laughs> dead or broken bones at the least. And then not only that, but two police bikes, computer bikes come up behind her and she like just pulls the blaster up yeah, and shoots, casually she, kills one. She shoots yeah. a, a Pantoran security officer. Yeah. I'm like, bounty hunters going against the law? Like, don't you they work kind of well, with the law a little bit? Remember like, how she got in, right? Yeah. And that, just to say, what do you mean, I've never in? seen a Sullustin look like that ever. <laughs> so Bullish, so yeah. when he when he showed up, I was just like, I think I know. I want to hear them say it because I you know. But he was so under the table with everything that like security doesn't probably know half the people roaming around. They have a great camera mm-hmm. system that I, that uh, tech uses to track that whole adventure. Um, but I thought that would be but, against like the bounty hunters code or something. You know what I mean? Well, so no. here's the thing I also thought of is remember she's not introduced as a bounty hunter in Mandalorian. She's is introduced it... as an assassin. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So this makes a lot of sense then. Yeah. So I think she's. Like, I, I think, think she's so. old, right? Yeah. She might have trans. Yeah, like, yeah, she, yeah, she might exactly. transitioning into an assassin more now. Yeah. Like she might just do more stuff like that, and then eventually, yeah. Forgot get, she was introduced as an assassin and not a bounty hunter. Yeah. So, like, that's the thing, right? Well, I mean, the archetype for assassin is, yeah, you don't care about people as much. So you just I mean, you murder them, so I, you'd hope flat. Yeah. Hopefully not. But, 
you, you brought up a, a point that I started laughing at about halfway through the episode, because this entire episode is basically encapsulated by, I mean, it's everybody, so it's not just them, but it's just, it's, this whole episode is just the Bad Batch fucks with civilians. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 basically, yeah, the shop a lot of civilians yep. in this episode. The shopkeep, they, the, the dock guy. The, the, the shopkeep, the dock guy. The uh, Celestin they guy. They don't really screw him over, though. No, he, they do. They, they give him a little no, bit of money, but they just take no. right off, like unknowingly no, well, yeah, do that's, it. That's not screwing like, no, right? yeah. no, Well, He was playing the same game. They, yeah. so, they didn't pay for the fuel, did they? They didn't pay they for all the docking stuff. For well, they, they, I, I assume that was part of the bribe, but... Oh, uh, okay. So they, they, yeah, they screw over the shopkeeper. Or the I can't remember their names, but it starts yeah. with an A, the, the triple-eyed guys. Uh, oh, Gran. No, it's not a Gran. Gran is um, uh, Zacris' species. Oh, the goat? No, that's a grand man. I'm telling you. No, no, no. Grand hunters. That's the the bug eyed uh, guys with the mask. It's four and Zuckras. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Or it might be Gand actually. Ooh, Gand. You might be. You yeah, might Gand are the ones with the mask. Yeah, yeah. They so, see, so you might be. Yeah. Yeah. They have. Um, they have their whole like people who can. Uh, if you play trooper, you know who I'm talking about. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, no. Th- those are those are yeah. Those you, are grand. You, yeah, the other civilians. Right. I'm, a, I'm a fake Star Wars fan. So he screws. So they screw over the shopkeeper, and then, like I said, because it's everyone, so it's technically not just the Bad Batch. Fennec screws over the Pantoran, mm-hmm. and then uh, Hunter screws over the human when he steals a speeder bike. Yep. And then uh, Omega screws over the Aqualish when she dumps all of his cargo. Fennec also screws over <laughs> the civilian by stealing some fruit. Yeah. And then the well, that, that's the civilian. I mean. Oh, I and thought you meant the one that she threw off the ship. No, no, then Fennec just straight up kills two people. Yeah, yeah. Like before, right? Oh, yeah, you're talking about the guy driving the, 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 the yeah, speeder. The, the, yeah. the guy lands the speeder and Hunter's just like, mine! And <laughs> just grabs it. No, and no, he's like, it was the guy listening to the music in the cab. Yeah, yeah. 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 She's the, that was yeah. hilarious. When they cut to the guy, just like, uh, not, like, completely oblivious to everything that's happening behind him with, yeah. like, the thing going up and, and, like, everything being lost. His cargo is just like... Yeah. Guy doesn't have any rearview mirrors whatsoever. He doesn't give a right. shit. He just had, yeah, no, no. Uh... Yeah, so he's gonna deliver a shipment with nothing in it, which will yeah. be interesting. With, his, like, with his, the back of his thing all up, he's like, oh <laughs> shit. You know, like let's, let's talk about Echo for a sec because I, I fell for the dude. Yeah, he was like, dressed yeah. like a droid, right? And it's just he like, yeah, that makes, it makes sense. You should keep that armor from now because, like, yeah, the whole scompling and everything kind of makes sense on that look mm. now. And then he's just like, he has to full on stop hunting. Like, I'm worth more than 2,000, you asshole. Come on, man. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, okay. I mean, 2,000 credits is quite a bit. Like, we couldn't see his facial from, but I know he was going like, motherfucker. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You know, Echo was expecting him to say like 10K or something. Yeah, right. When he leaves the shop, too, he's like, you got me for a bargain. bargain. Yeah. He's, like, he's still salty yeah. about He's it. like, yo, he's going to throw hands with Hunter. So what the part much. when he's in the back room with the droids and he's got to like oh, yeah. talk to the, oh, the 3PO type too. droid? He's like, oh, you don't have a third. I love how like the astromechs don't Look give a shit me. about the other like uh, I am the supervisor now. Yeah. The, the astromechs don't care about the other like caretaker oh, droid. No. They never yeah, do. Yeah. And there was like it. the one with like the little stubby arms, like just walking around yeah. waddling. Yeah. I thought it was adorable. That was no. I, I was almost as creepy to me oh, really? as, the, as the gondola driving R two R two unit from mm. uh, Mandalorian season yeah, one. Yeah, that's a little uncanny. That thing, that was weird. When that thing got up, I was like, "Whoa, that's no, that's you're not supposed to look like this." Yeah, you, know what? you see what happened to it? It's it has the right proportions for all the gonk droids' limbs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they it did a like, good splice at that point. It looks like someone droided an Ugnot. Yeah. <laughs> well, this this thing actually is a like original trilogy uh, droid. 
Really? Yeah, it's an original trilogy. I remember in, I think, uh, New Hope or something in one of the droids. It was either the part where C-3PO was ripped apart in episode five, mm. or it was in the part with the Sandcrawler in episode four. I think okay. it was in one of those. Okay. Yeah. Um, Interesting. No, that, that was... Or it could have been Jabba's Palace in episode six. Mm. That was fun okay. for me to see that with Echo, though, because they finally gave him like a bit of time to himself to just be like, yeah, I'm going to be a hero now, too. Do his own thing. But, but uh, yeah, because that, that was funny and all, um, but like notice, like, yeah, he had to take the restraining bolts off. I feel like he would have anyway. I love how like, the guy put a restraining bolt on him and like, I, yeah, it yeah, makes sense, like, but then you're, he just yeah. rips it off. It's like, yeah, yeah. fuck it. <laughs> he's, he's not, not doing, doing anything. What yeah. magnets, bro? Like, he's not... But the way he put it back in his hands, I thought he was gonna like stick one on his chest. And say, like, yeah. yeah, I, I was surprised that he like, went out with his helmet up. Like I'm surprised I just, he oh, came out. He didn't, to, yeah, he, he didn't, didn't give a shit anymore. at that point. But like I thought, because they were ready for some, um, there was some L three droid rights. I was expecting something to come oh, up. Oh yeah, yeah, they just. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it was so, definitely like it was definitely <laughs> was it not expecting Echo to be sold and then like yeah it was just it was it was weird i enjoyed well, it it was funny but at the same time it was like hmm. i mean it makes sense they're trying to show you them. at the same time so it's like this is the droid role in star Wars. like they did it very yeah. delicately where it's yeah. just like yeah because you see as he's talking to him, he's like let me just buy him it's like he's just companion and you're gonna just talk like that yeah i mean he does it it's like okay and then he's just like oh no my wife is like yeah, whatever you say master like yeah when he's getting taken away right yeah yeah right so from there and then as soon as he's there he slaps the bolt on him and starts shooting him like shit regardless like just because i hate seeing that so much because like just because they're a droid doesn't mean you're like trash. we've seen what can happen from that remember buddy during the mad the divorce mm-hmm. um it was dr afra yeah. right and it was just like, oh, yeah, he treated all these droids like shit. And then they were just like, oh, yeah, triple zero flipped them all over. And he, they're just like, oh, yeah. Well, you know, if he treated them right, he'll be fine. Guy just massacred. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, we, why, if, how was, why is it so hard to treat droids with respect? It's not, right. I'm, I'm turning into L3 now, but I'm serious. Like, you don't need to do all this stuff to them to have them listen to you. If they like you, like, look at what happened with um, R2. I was going to say, I was going to say, uh alphabet squadron more so yeah yeah um, i was actually thinking the same thing victory's yeah. price yeah. that one planet they go to that's run by droids now because they rebelled well not yeah. just that but like also uh yurka quell's droid who came back the first one yeah yeah, yeah. D- who, dt right yeah, yeah and then she used it again and it saved her right yeah not only that but the detention droid too he does mm. some pretty interesting things because he has a connection to uh yeah that one character that we forget or, about. Or uh, the, the, the three droids at the end of season seven. Yeah, we're not talking about assholes. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, 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 yeah The three yeah. droids at the end of season seven, right? Where yeah, with Ahsoka yeah. and Rex. Yeah. There's a lot of instances but, of droids. Or even, like, L3 being in the Falcon now. Yeah, like, we can mm. see we can see the good that comes from it. And it took these people... It cost these people nothing mm. to just treat their droids either as friends or at least with respect. Yeah, everyone has a it's shitty day. They got to take it on in somebody, apparently. And they take but it on the I, droids. I've, I feel like that's half the reason. The, half the reason good, Grant acts yeah. like that is so that when he does get screwed over, you don't care as much because you're like, ah, he's an asshole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the other thing too is like, they take it on the droids, which is, you know, you're not supposed to take out your anger and, and frustration on other people. So mm-hmm. like, it's not an excuse, but it's a fuck, it's terrible. But that's that's what I see. And when I, when I see oh, this yeah, happen. Because it's, it's property, right? Not it's... only that, but like the empire. 
like the people yeah. in the Empire, they do the same thing to the most droids well, and all these treat, other astromechs. They treat the, so the droids like humans, like they treat humans anyway, and they just yeah, destroy yeah. exactly. <laughs> the Empire I, just I can see bullshit. Droid, droid, and and uh, droid and any Aliens. kind of slave. yeah. Well, any yeah, any kind of yeah, slave in the Empire, it's the same thing, right? Yeah. Any other points in this episode? Um, um, I really liked Fennec's ship at the end. Yeah, I was really in cool. in the middle actually too. Oh, it was just floating through space. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it like shows a, her. It kind of looks like a house teeth a little bit. Mm. Has that kind it of was, similar shape, the angular rectangular shape. Um, but I really, I really enjoyed. It's a fun action packed episode. Animation was top notch. The explosions mm. and like when she does like a tumble roll off of the speeder and then mm. it like crashes behind her and explodes and then she's walking away from it or running away from it. Like yeah. the wreckage there was still like in flames and burning, and I was like, "Oh man, that looks so cool." Just another thing. Showed her being injured was one yeah, limping away. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I, I don't know if I interrupted anything else. No, go for it. Go for it. Go for it. Okay, and I was just gonna say, just in terms of animation details again, there's one little part I liked where it's like you didn't even have to put this in because it's, but it's just the, the continuity thing. Yeah. When Hunter and Fennec are are fighting, and she starts trying to shoot at him, and she hits the fruit instead. Yeah. yeah. You can see the little like like splurts of fruit juice basically like flying everywhere. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's cool. I and mean, you know, you didn't need to do that. But hand hand combat was pretty good too. Like they really went to the intricacies Yo. of like him like going off with a knife and like her like flipping mm. the knife around and like going at his neck and like oh how many my times God. you have to say it this man is snake like he yeah <laughs> full on cqc more like yeah, yeah just the wrists, like bending the wrists so she drops both weapons too. no it's, it's it's the stances like when he's got like i, I thought yeah. the same thing when, yeah. when he pulls out the knife and gets like, oh, snake i mean hunter you're missing a pistol yeah <laughs> like i had a i had a co-worker come up to me and he's just like you know you're the more you say it the more you're right like, yeah you are like, honestly he's like look at this and he showed me a picture he's like, it's the same dude i'm like yeah. i'm trying to say yeah, it, honestly, there's nothing like, wrong with it it works for no, hunter no 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 yeah, it's fine like, it's great i'm enjoying to, it if they need to base him off of somebody that had to do all that stuff anyway mm. yeah you have we'll, the perfect diagram right there we'll get the perfect homage to it I'll, I'll just die inside but we'll get the perfect homage to it when we get the one episode where hunter's climbing a ladder the entire goddamn episode oh i was gonna say i thought it was you <laughs> know where he's, snake eater. Where he's, where he's gotta be hiding underneath a box or something no the, oh, there's, well, there's, there's the a, same episode that'd be, yeah, so oh my God, right? that'd be there, great so there, there's a section in metal gear solid 3 where you climb a ladder and you literally are climbing the ladder for like five minutes in game time is it like it's, it's long enough it's long enough the that the entire the theme song yeah you literally snake eater plays throughout the entire time you're climbing the ladder is it like and going it up to like a boss at the end of that ladder or is it just a, just no, a no. no oh my god it's just getting to a new section oh it's my god <laughs> like I, I can imagine like trying to like amp up like you going up how high you are to fight this boss or something but that's ridiculous nah, it just fades out afterwards and you're still yeah. climbing if and you stop yeah. for any reason you're done because yeah. you're climbing so like you could afK that's when you tie, that's when you tie the like elastic band to your controller yeah. stick and that's just like it. wrap it around the controller yeah. and walk away <laughs> oh man it was come back it was the most in, it was the most infuriating section of a Metal Gear Solid game I've played right up until MGS4 when they were like, "Hey, you know what would be even better than that? If instead of holding the controller forward, you had to slam on the triangle key for like five and a half minutes as literally he's crawling through a tunnel for so long. There are cutscenes playing underneath the time while you're just slamming on triangle trying to walk through this microwave oh my God. corridor. <laughs> Anywho, back to the episode. But at least that one leads to a to a to a half naked oil wrestle fight on the top of a submarine <laughs> <laughs> any other points for uh for this episode yeah. cornered <laughs> um uh, salston dude at the end man he thought he was gonna die 
I, I thought it was gonna bite mm -hmm. it, but that she's like, she flips him a credit and says, "Let me know if they come back." They're not gonna come back. They ran into you here. You just <laughs> no, but it keeps her contact open, right? Like she yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. It's a bounty hunter and an or assassin. You need to have these contacts because he contacted her specifically, right? Like it yeah. wasn't. It wasn't like going through a channel. It was going through that specific one-to-one. -one well, I want to know. I wonder why directly. it was so scared though. What like what reputation does she have already? Where he feels like oh, he's gonna get wrecked. That's exactly it. Like he's yeah. like, oh shit, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get like offed because I didn't do my job, you know. So mm -hmm. the only person who had a helmet on during that time was Wrecker. So if Tech wants to figure it out and pull like the visual data from Wrecker's helmet, mm -hmm. you know he won't do this because even before that, he's if it like, was okay, recorded, it's you and Wrecker behind the ship being like okay well the where's the part this dude's not gonna know you're smart enough to know he's not gonna know it's telling to, to pull and rip yeah, from the yeah. start but no no well, oh, it's, behind, it's behind the, the blah 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 it's like he, and he's just like fucking no just tell me what to take out i'm just like dude everybody's been telling you for like the past two episodes shut up and say the thing you need to say <laughs> but he constantly has to prove i've not done anything for the last three episodes except talk so i gotta show off big brain again yeah. everybody's getting tired of it so I've, he's gonna have an episode soon i think that's gonna really show why is the way he is yeah mm -hmm. they have to i think everything he's done really so far weird. is gonna pay off in dividends later like, i think so too all the like, preparation it, and forward thinking that he has it has to pay off because that is how his character is built right now because he's doing like, a lot of the background work yeah mm -hmm. I feel like at this point, that's just an established character trait. Like, I, I they obviously are going to keep telling him to stop, but he's yeah. just not ever going to stop doing 20. that, like, verbal diarrhea. Charisma 8. Yeah. But I yeah, but I did love that scene where Wrecker's like, just shut up. Yeah. What do I do? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know I don't understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tell me what to take. Yeah. It's like, remember, it's the same thing. Every time they're together, he's basically telling them to shut up. He's like, oh, mm. it's the hand signals. Don't you remember? I don't fucking memorize hand yeah, signals. Yeah. I did so... Oh, that one, yeah. And it goes just and does tell it. me. It's, it's so like, much easier. It's yeah. like if you ever stuck two of them on an island, I think these guys would just end up murdering each other. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, it, I'm also curious to see, because it didn't come up at all in this episode. I don't... It's not. It's something where if it doesn't come up, I'm not going to be, like, furious about it. Mm. But they never picked up any food. Uh, that we... Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that we yeah, saw. They, we never, they, they, they yeah. got the credits. Too, right? they yeah. got the credits, but that's it. So they're probably going to stop off on the next planet for food. From the dude right because mm. th that was happening there and they were there working on the ship anyway so why not refuel at the same time mm. yeah. so they have at least fuel they have credits and they've got omegas had a snack they need to get omega <laughs> yeah. uh disguise is the next step too yeah, yeah. she's a bounty hunter they need to make sure that she's unrecognizable like uh, no i yeah. mean like like get her like a helmet or a mask or a different like outfit like a more of like a Maybe like I mean, a maintenance out outfit or... I mean, like, outfit like... I can see, but she's a kid, right? So there's it's very limited to what kind of disguises you can give her. You can't also... like... I mean, there are shorter species that could definitely... You could definitely get outfits around that size. Yeah, but but then you have to deal with the fact that Ugnaughts... Like, for example, Ugnaughts don't have human proportions, right? Or even yeah. just, like, buying, like, a planet's type of clothing for that kind of... Like, for that species of kid. Like, I mean, if you go to if you go to Lothal and buy, like, a Lothal... Like, you know, go to, outfit. like... Fucking, yeah, but then you have um, to have like thirty different costumes. Go to Los Alamos Gap right? and go buy some kids' clothes. Gap you gotta wash like, them and maintenance them yeah. and all that stuff. That I just point. feel like it's gonna, it's gonna like the bounty you saw was like the exact picture that well, we see of, of Omega. Yeah, right? so so your first thing I think actually makes the most sense. You dye her hair and then you give her like a visor. Yeah, and then you know, and then yeah, change her clothes because haircut know. maybe even too. Yeah, haircut um, maybe. I could see a haircut where she comes in with like just a mohawk. Haircut, <laughs> oh no! 
um yeah no that would be something that sh that needs to be something they do mm. um and figure out who fennec shand is that yes, I mean, that was a big thing at the end of the episode like we don't know who this one. is but i think there's a bounty hunter yeah yeah so that's gonna be one of the first things i think they do but e either way easter egg i mean there was one gold goal that was yeah nice. yeah just one goal who wasn't an asshole. There was that oh, dog he, thing. He you guys never watched Resistance, but the other Easter egg no. I saw was the little dog thing that Omega's talking to that's ugly Vorpak. as sin. Um, hmm. That thing is from Resistance. It's one of the... Vorpak. It's a Vorpak, yeah, yeah. And oh, there, okay. it's... Um, I can't remember her name, but she's like the super chipper daughter of the guy who is owns it? the station. It starts with a K or something, doesn't Ora it? Doza, I think. Her name, I'm thinking of her ship. Oradosa. <laughs> um, yeah, it's her the same type of animal that her dog is. Okay. But yeah, that's that's the only thing I saw. And then the little like yeah. um, clone trooper doll is kind of similar to the one from Jin Urso with like stormtrooper doll that she yeah. had. Mm. It was very similar. It, to that. Was, it was Ed's favorite Mark because it was the, the Mark One armor. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. When they were doing the march, and they're like, "What are they celebrating?" Oh, they're celebrating, um, you know, the end of the war. Yeah. I find it funny that it's like. Pantora, when we were seeing it in Clone Wars and everything like that, they were just not really dealing with it. They had their own stuff mm. going on, right? I know that one of their senators was trying to get stuff done because she's took care of her people or whatever, but... Um, mm. you know, that's also interesting. Mm. With that parade, that's Empire Day. Yeah. In, in Rebels. Like, you remember how we mm. have Empire Day come up a few times? Was, was that a parade? It was a single squad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that we saw. That we that saw, we yeah. yeah. It was, oh, a, it was like, it was like a quarter shot end. that we saw yeah, the troopers. Been more. So I feel like that's because... what Empire Day is, right? Because it's you know, a few days or maybe a week or so after the war, yeah. and this is where they celebrate it. So Empire Day is, is that remembrance, is that right? Like, I mm -hmm. thought I had the same thought looking at it. I was just like, Empire Day. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll see. Anytime I hear Empire Day, I just remember uh, Kanan pretending to be a drunk dad. Yeah. Oh, that was so good. I want to see Hunter yeah, do the same. I love the Empire, man. Yeah, that was so good. Oh, Freddie Prince Jr. just being like a drunk guy. Oh, my God. It was uh, so yeah, that good. Was great. And Sorry, the music. I love the music they had there, like the Imperial, like, marching band tune during mm -hmm. that Rebels scene. But but um, see how everybody's cheering right there. I was just like, you guys are better be in for a shock because who shows up? We see Rampart again mm. show up talking yeah. about his chain codes. They're just like going through the motions. I'm pretty sure it's a pre-recorded message. Yeah, oh, it's the same it message. Because it repeats too. Yeah. Like he yeah. says the exchange line yeah. uh, at the end of the scene as they're walking away. Right? Yeah. Like, it has to be, but at the same time, you're just seeing like how they have those stations deployed so fast when they show up. And it's like, oh, we've come mm -hmm. to you under a disguise of, yeah, celebrate, and we're going to track all of you. Exactly. So, hmm. Any other points? Uh, Guess not. All right. Not, not a bad episode. Oh, sorry. One more. <laughs> this is the last <laughs> I've been foiled yet again. <laughs> speeder bikes in the star wars universe i cannot figure out for the life of me because we have people driving oh, yeah. to people walking on the street it's just like isn't that the yeah. most fucking dangerous thing you could do and then these same bikes and take to the air and drive in the sky and so i'm like what mm -hmm. I, it, it's so confusing to me at some points because one like, day we'll get know, that right in our world i'm trying trust me because i've been waiting for it in the probably for the longest time we're like two feet off the ground and then we're going so it's like you know ride your bike whatever mm -hmm. drive your car but then they take to the sky. I'm like, so why aren't we taking to the sky? Like, I get in some planets that it's just impossible. Mm. Like, you, you you have so much distance and drop, and wherever you have that specific opening to go through, everybody would be congesting that, right? So, like, I get that. But, like, 
come yeah. on, man. The the only thing I can think of, and uh, but I mean, I would want I would want an in universe explanation, or at least confirming this is the case, is I feel like you can control how much the repulsor is you know, pushing off the ground. And yeah. on, on speeder bike specifically, I feel like it's a safety feature, right? If you're only two feet off the ground, it's so that if you fall... You're not you know, going to die. Yeah, exactly. You, there's a chance you'll survive. See, but if you're all the way up in the sky, it's like, well, I need to be up in the air, but if I fall, I'm basically screwed. They don't have seatbelts either. What the fuck? Oh, because yeah. I keep thinking, like, you know, it's either, like, it's kind of like a separate gear shift at that point, as well yeah, as yeah. fall before. It's because, like fully like, auto versus, like, manual or, like, semi-auto or... Kind of, shot. because like it's like okay, you know, flip a dial. Okay, now we're now we're lifting, 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 lifting. Let me stop it. It like turns mm -hmm. the propulsors right. a little stronger. You mean kind of thing? Yeah, to the point where it's like you set the height you want to be at, but that's where you have designated sky lanes for mm -hmm. that, right? Must so you be can't this tall to ride this. Like, oh, it's like if you're in between those, it's because you're merging between the ground and the sky. Mm -hmm. You're yeah, not yeah. traveling through those, right? The the other thing I'd be curious to see as well, because this could also explain it, is if there's a di if that's the difference between a speeder bike and a swoop bike. True. Right. If it's something like swoop bikes can only be on the ground, speeder yeah. bikes can choose, right? Something mm -hmm. like that, or you know, equivalent of like, do you want a motorcycle or a, a scooter, basically? Yeah. But you know, like like you said, we don't know right now, right? I'm just kind of mm. spitballing ideas. True so. though. It'd yeah, be we, good, it'd be good to learn. I'm sure it's in one of the visual the dictionaries somewhere, like the vehicles, probably of the universe, mm -hmm. or something. One of those books. Are you guys ready to round out? Hi. Let's yep, do it. So. Welcome to the outro, and I just want to give you one more reminder before we end the podcast that you can enter our May the 4th giveaway. It goes until May 30th. Check Twitter and Instagram for the rules to win yourself a copy of Limited Run Games Star Wars Republic Commando for the PS4 Collector's Edition. Ed, do you want to let the listeners know how they can contact us? Yeah, so like we said earlier, if there's stuff, the old content you want to see, or if you want to find all the methods to contact us after the episode... You can find that at voiceoftheforce.com. We can find our email there. I'll tell you now. It's voiceoftheforce at gmail.com. If you forget that, it will be on the website. If you're more of a social media user, we have Twitter, we have Instagram. Uh, handles at voiceforcepod. So tweet quite a lot. Uh, we post on Instagram, especially with this May 4th giveaway now. If you retweet stuff, you're entering the contest as long as you retweet a friend, not a corporation on instagram if you share our posts if you start talking on there you know we really do appreciate it you get conversations going you get more listeners more viewers more people to talk to that's always great um listen rate review subscribe and follow the podcast on apple podcasts google podcasts soundcloud spotify amazon music and all major podcast platforms if you do leave a five-star review and you had a comment as well again visibility goes up we will be one of those first ones you see if you search a Star Wars podcast with all those crazy reviews and everybody wants to know what's up with that. So if you subscribe for free as well, you will get latest episode information just like this one released. And you saw, hey, this was aired today. This was aired today. Well, then there you go. You'll get more and more of those. And you can tell your friends, hey, I don't have to tell you when the next episode comes out because you subscribed already. You followed. You'll get that as soon as I do. And they'll be like, oh my God, that's great. So definitely do that. Thank you, Ed. And remember, as always, good soldiers follow orders. 